2: Welcome in to Duval Daily, presented by jenjag.com. I'm Jordan DeLugo. Thanks so much for tuning in here on Thursday, March 30th. We've got a fresh seven-round mock draft from ESPN to review. Jordan Reed over at ESPN, formerly of the Draft Network, does a tremendous job covering the NFL draft. Did all 259 picks, all seven rounds for all 32 teams. Unbelievable work by Jordan Reed here. But we're going to dive into the Jaguars' picks. We're going to do it right now. Jacksonville Jaguars, their first selection in the 2023 NFL draft right now is slated for 24 overall. Um, they do have plenty of wiggle room with their draft picks. Again, nine nine total picks. So you could see them potentially get aggressive if there's players they like. I don't think you have trade-ups or trade-downs in this mock draft. But Jaguars at 24 overall. Jordan Reed has them taking Osiris Torrance. And I think Osiris Torrance is a guy we've talked about a lot here on the channel A lot of Jaguars fans have talked about him. A lot of Jags fans have seen him. He's actually got his pro day today down at Florida. Um, And, and, you know, obviously he, Anthony Richardson, Gervon Dexter, some other guys, big day for them. But Osiris Torrance is one of my favorite players in this class, regardless of position. Uh, I have a first round grade on him. He's a top 20 overall prospect for me. Um, and when you talk about how he would fit with the Jaguars, he is a big physical pass protector who has not allowed a sack in his college career. Uh, you would think at his size, which is absolutely massive, that he would struggle a little bit athletically, but his combination of size and athleticism and uh, just overall football ability at the offensive guard position is pretty much unparalleled in this class. Again, on the interior offensive line for me. Uh, I think this is a guy that's going to immediately come in, and if the Jaguars bring him in, probably start him at left guard in 2023. You've got Brandon Sheriff at right guard. Um, So you you got, in that situation, two former first-round picks at guard, um, two guys protecting Trevor Lawrence. And look, Trevor Lawrence – He's got Cam Robinson, left tackle. Walker Little looking to be the right tackle. Um, He's really good at avoiding edge pressure, Trevor Lawrence is. What he struggles with a little bit more, and it's because it's just more difficult, is when you get interior penetration to avoid those guys is really difficult. So bringing in Osiris Torrance to solidify the pass protection part of your interior offensive line, You know, pairing him up with Luke Fortner at center and Brandon Sheriff at right guard I think would be tremendous. Uh, I think he would be an immediate upgrade in pass protection over Ben Barch and Tyler Shatley, certainly. And uh, again, interior pressure is kind of the name of the game sometimes in the NFL now. It's the fastest way to get to the quarterback. And if you can make sure Trevor has a pocket to step up into to work with, um, he can avoid a lot of the edge pressure. So I think it would be a tremendous pick for the Jaguars. You're, You're not only protecting Trevor Lawrence, but Osiris Torrance is a fantastic run blocker as well. So you're looking at a guy who's also going to help out Travis Etienne and the rest of the Jaguars' backs. So I think that would be an A-plus pick for the Jags. Uh, At 56 overall in the second round, the Jaguars' second pick, we've got Clark Phillips coming off the board. Jordan Reed has has the Jags adding a third corner. And this is a guy who played outside corner at Utah, Devin Lloyd's former teammate, but he's undersized. He's 5'9", about 180. But take away the measurables. This is one of the most talented coverage players in the NFL draft. He's not an elite athlete anything like that. But you go watch him. You do not want to throw the ball his way. And so you bring him in here to play nickel uh, with Tyson Campbell playing outside, Darius Williams playing outside. Maybe you see which... Darius Williams or or Clark Phillips, who makes more sense outside for you? You figure it out. Maybe you play Clark Phillips at nickel early on, and then as Darius Williams, because he is getting up there in age, 30 years old now and only has a couple years left on his contract. Maybe you slide Clark Phillips out there to replace Darius Williams, and they're actually very comparable in their skill sets. I think uh, Clark Phillips is a more talented overall corner coming out of college. And uh, just a guy that has ball skills, uh, really quick feet, really fluid hips. He plays the game physically despite you know being a little bit smaller of a corner. So I think he would be awesome. And he's a really good tackler, really good overall playmaker. Just a guy that I think – would massively upgrade what the Jaguars are doing on the defensive side of the ball because right now your third corner, your nickel corner would be Trey Herndon probably. Uh, I think getting Clark Phillips in there would represent a huge upgrade. Uh, And a guy, you know, if you start him as a rookie, obviously there's probably going to be some some, uh, bumps in the road, but I think you get him out there on the field early on and you kind of, you know, take your lumps, if there are any, I I wouldn't be surprised if Clark Phillips actually comes out and is just ready to go from day one. But uh, I I think he's the type of guy that for the Jaguars in 2023, at the very least back half of his rookie season, he would probably be representing a huge upgrade, be uh, uh, helping the Jaguars defense, take that next step, become a defense that you can rely upon to get off the field on third down a little bit more. I think that'd be huge for the Jags. So I think, First two picks are A-pluses for me. Uh, Clark Phillips is an early second-round grade. He'd be a first-round grade if he was a couple inches taller. Bottom line. Third round, Jordan Reed has the Jaguars taking Tank Bigsby, running back out of Auburn, and this is one of my favorite running backs in this class. I have a second-round grade on him, so getting him in the third round obviously represents good value. I think his skill set combined with Travis Etienne's skill set, you'd be looking at one of the five most talented backfields in the NFL from day one. Uh, Tank Bigsby in 2021, he had a little bit of a fumbling issue, but he cleaned that up in 2022, only put the ball on the ground one time. He is really good at, um, at, at showing patience behind the line of scrimmage, at really setting up uh, his moves. He has great vision. He has great lateral uh, agility. He breaks a ton of tackles. He, he has a low center of gravity. I think he'd be the perfect complement for Travis Etienne and, again, would give the Jaguars a big-time uh, number two running back and, and a real two-headed monster. Like Dearness Johnson is a very good running back in his own right. Uh, Jermichael Hastie is a good back. Snoop Connor, I think, has potential. But I think Tank Bigsby elevates that room. Uh, he and Travis Etienne would be really, really dangerous pair of, of running backs for the Jaguars. And throughout their history, the Jags, they've been at their best when they've been able to run the football really effectively. I think Osiris Torrance, bringing him in, that helps you out there. Getting Tank Bigsby in here helps you out there as well. I think it'd be a lot of fun. And look, the Chiefs, the way they were able to win a lot of games down the stretch, as Isaiah Pacheco closing games out, you know, Travis Etienne, he can be your guy. Uh, to, to pick up yardage throughout the game. But when you want to be physical, when you want to power through your opponent, you want to demoralize them, I think Tank Bigsby could help you out with that as well. Jaguars then have two picks in the fourth round here at 121 and 127, and they use both of them on edge rushers. A um, lot of fun here. Thomas Nkoum out of Central Michigan, a guy who has had a really strong uh pre-draft process, a lot of production for Central Michigan. And then at 127, a guy who I like even more than Thomas Nkoum is Yaya Diaby, the edge out of Louisville. He's a guy I've mocked to the Jaguars before myself. He has length, he has power, he has great athleticism. He was a big-time producer for the Louisville Cardinals, uh, a guy that I think has the physical profile to be able to line up at defensive end or at outside linebacker for the Jaguars and and make an impact as a rusher and as a run defender. So I I would be a big fan of what the Jaguars do here in the fourth round, um, what Jordan Reed has them doing.
3: What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify?
2: And then the Jags don't have a fifth round pick, so you jump to round six. This is a guy who you've seen mock to the Jaguars before, uh late, late in the draft. And it's Bryce Ford Wheaton, wide receiver out of West Virginia. Absolute freak show from an athletic perspective, uh able to go up and get jump balls. He's produced a ton, you know, on those those deep routes for for West Virginia, but he's a little bit of a one-trick pony at this point. That one trick is really impressive, and the Jaguars, I do think, need a ball winner. I think Calvin Ridley can be a ball winner. Christian Kirk can do that to an extent. Obviously not going to go up over the top too often. Christian Kirk isn't. But um, I think Bryce Ford Wheaton could be that guy for them. I think that would be an interesting pick, a, a upside pick, a guy who could potentially be an ex-receiver in the NFL. I think he's got a long way to go to get there. Uh, from a technical standpoint, a route-running standpoint, he has not run the full route tree all that often. So I think Bryce Ford Wheaton would be fun for the Jaguars in the sixth round. Then you've got Aubrey Miller also in the sixth round for the Jacksonville Jaguars, a linebacker out of Jackson State, had a really nice uh, week at the Senior Bowl, uh, obviously coached by Prime Deion Sanders uh, down there at Jackson State. But he's a really athletic kid, I think. Uh, The the interesting part about this is that that, uh, Jordan Reed says Devin Lloyd is expected to take on more of an edge-rushing role in 2023. I have not heard any of that personally, but uh, I'm assuming Jordan Reed is not just pulling that out of his hat, right? Uh, He's heard that somewhere. So that's interesting. Devin Lloyd, he rushed the passer a lot at Utah, along with being an off-ball linebacker. So you bring in Aubrey Miller, who can be the third off-ball linebacker in this situation behind Foyer Lucan and Chad Muma, I don't know that the Jaguars are definitely going to end up um, utilizing Devin Lloyd at edge more than they did last year. But if they do, I think Aubrey Miller does make a lot of sense, and he's a fun prospect, an athletic kid coming out of smaller school. Then at 208, the Jaguars' third six-round pick, Emil Ekior, out of Alabama, interior offensive lineman. We are really fortifying the interior offensive line. Jordan Reed, I think he he kind of sees that Trevor Lawrence. If you can protect him up the middle, he's gonna be just fine. And so uh, you've you've got Osiris Torrance coming in to play left guard. Emil Ekior, potentially a developmental starter. Um, You know Brandon Sheriff up there in age, really expensive. Uh, right guard for you. So potentially maybe you've got your two guards of the future here for the Jaguars and Osiris Torrance and Emil Ekior. Always good selecting offensive linemen out of Alabama. Um, And and Jordan Reed actually said, he has like a little synopsis at the end of the, the rounds. Aubrey Miller to the Jaguars is his favorite fit, he says, of the sixth round. So pretty fun stuff there. Round seven, Jaguars final pick, Josh Wiley out of out of Cincinnati, the tight end. He's got a little bit of get up and go. He's got strong hands. This is a guy who comes in, fills out your tight end depth chart. You've got Evan Ingram. You've got Luke Farrell. Maybe you bring in another veteran free agent and you bring in a Josh Wiley in the seventh round. Makes a lot of sense to me. Um, There's plenty of late round mid-round to late-round tight ends that I think the Jaguars should have interest in. They've only got two tight ends with any real NFL experience on their roster right now. So bringing in a guy with Josh Wiley's pedigree I think would make a lot of sense for them. And uh, I think this would be a home run of a draft class. Really, I do. Uh, I I do think the Aubrey Miller-Devin Lloyd thing is interesting. I'm not sure how that's often going to play out, really. We'll see how it all, all goes down if Devin Lloyd really is going to a line more on the edge, but you talk about really fortifying that interior of the offensive line. You talk about adding a a wide receiver with a ton of big play potential, ball winning potential. You talk about um, bringing in two edge rushers in Yaya Diaby and Thomas Nkum that are a little bit underrated, a little bit under the radar in this class because of how talented the edge class is and how deep it is. You're able to get guys that these two could easily be be argued that they should be day two picks. You're getting them early on day three. And then Tank Bigsby to compliment Travis Etienne would be super, super fun. You'd have a supercharged backfield there for the Jaguars. And of course... um, I think Clark Phillips in the second round would be tremendous value. I think he's going to be a starter in the league for a long time. I think he's going to play, be able to play outside or in the nickel, uh, quite frankly, even though he's not, not got the size that most teams are looking for to play outside. But Darius Williams is your shining example of, look, doesn't always matter, right? You don't always have to be a big guy to play outside. Clark Phillips, I think, certainly fits that mold. And of course, the, the crown jewel of this class for the Jaguars is Osiris Torrance, a pass-protecting guard who has never allowed a sack. Unbelievable, unbelievable stat for Osiris Torrance, and he'll help, he'll help out Trevor. He'll help out Travis Etienne and Tank Bigsby. I love it. I think Jordan Reed did a tremendous job Really, given the Jaguars a draft that fans can be excited about, a draft that will help the team not only long term, but also immediately in 2023, it'll help this team get over the hump and potentially contend with the Chiefs, uh, the the Bengals, the Bills, etc. In this AFC that's absolutely loaded with quality teams. That'll do it here, though. Hit me up on Twitter at Jordan DeLugo. Let me know what you think about this mock draft from Jordan Reed. I will uh, drop the link to the, to the mock draft in the description below. And um, you can also like and subscribe on YouTube. If you're listening on your podcast platform of choice, please subscribe and review. If you want to support the channel further, check out JinJack.com. Pick up some new Duval gear. Really appreciate your support. Have a good one, Duval.